The year is 2055. Aliens have taken over the west coast of the United States, and because of their new invention of the L-bomb, they are soon to take the east coast. A seance has told that they only have one shot to get back to where they were and take control of their land to make two teenagers in Texas start a podcast about movies. Anyway, welcome to Wham. Welcome to Wham. So Wham is just going to be a movie review podcast where it's either going to be maybe a new movie that comes out or an older one that we'll go back to. We're just going to be giving our kind of general thoughts, what we thought could have been better, what we thought was ass, and kind of what we're excited for just in the news or up and coming for movies. Yeah, it's a movie podcast, so mostly we're just going to be talking about movie stuff. So Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny just came out. Yeah, well, it came out, what, a week ago? Yeah, about a week ago. And it made as much money as usually make, usually on their first day. Yeah, it was, was what, what did we we see? It was 86 million in the first five days? 86 million in five days. That's horrible. And that's the 4th of July weekend, too. Dude, that's like not... That's when you should be watching Indiana Jones. What's less American than Indiana Jones? I mean, the biggest thing about Indiana Jones is that it's definitely a dad movie. Even if it were to come out right about now, it's just a perfect movie for fathers. In sense of... I, I think that 4th of July is a father holiday, mostly. That's just how I was raised. I mean, that's just, I think, because most fathers enjoy things exploding. I think that's really yeah, I think you're at right. the core of it. Especially since they're the ones that are usually tasked with setting off the fireworks. Like, it's always the, the head of the household, the dad, that's supposed to be doing all that. The leader of the clan the has leader, to let the yeah. fireworks off. So they basically have control over what's seen on the holidays. It's just a good family franchise. To see it make no money ever is really no. This really sad. I mean, like, whatever. Crystal Skull was bad, but it wasn't like pull your eyes out bad. No, it wasn't. It was just there was a lot of CGI that kind of mm. got rid of a lot of the magic, and it was a little bit more goofy than the others i feel like yeah a little bit more goofy i just think it had a little it didn't seem to go into the archaeology part of it as much because when you do raiders and you see all the other stuff it makes it seem as if it's like oh that's just a legend like yeah, stuff like right. that that makes it seem more like folk tale going into almost yeah versus the that it was like we already we have the proof in our hands but we have to like find the rest of it kind yeah. of deal and that wasn't as fun more importantly it was just like I don't know. I got a little out of it because of aliens. I almost like when Indiana Jones is dealing with more what seems like religious stuff. Because that's what the first three movies were. I think he does really strong when it's with a religious artifact Mm -hmm. or something like that. Because you can base that in fact a lot. So you can pull from a lot. Mm -hmm. And then it just helps the audience like believe it more, Mm -hmm. I guess. Hey, you don't know if the dial was real. What if Archimedes <laughs> did actually do that? Wasn't Archimedes like a bird or some shit? Like I don't. <laughs> no, you're right. Archimedes was a was a bird. <laughs> I, I, I do. I don't know the whole. No, really. Watching that movie, I thought I was like, dude, isn't Archimedes like, like some bird? How long did you go in this movie thinking that Archimedes was? Just no, a I didn't bird? think it was gonna be a bird. I was just like, why is this guy called Archimedes? Isn't that a fucking bird? <laughs> but um, I think my in the Dial of Destiny. So, I have one very simple question. What was the destiny? I don't know what, what the was, destiny what was. What was destined? Uh, it was a time travel dial. I mean, I, wouldn't... yeah, there isn't like a prophecy. There's no destiny of any sort. Really, I guess. It I just says there are rips in like fucking space time. Yeah. And it points you where to go. It's like a lodestone compass is what it is. 
from Minecraft. Yeah. I what it seems like how they explained the plot here and I thought it was really dumb. Especially since it seems more scientific than it does anything else, which obviously just makes me ask, okay, how does that happen? And Indiana Jones isn't going to explain that because it's all supposed to be sort of a mystery. But that's yeah. such a scientific understanding of it. And the idea is at random times, for no reason at all, sometimes ripples form in the sky, which connects one point to another. And it's just a natural forming they, they're phenomenon. Just, they're just there, and we no one's known. And conveniently, lightning clouds form around them. And like for dramatic, effect. Uh, like the bad guy. How do, how do you feel about the main bad guy? Because I think first of all, he should have died Mads when Mickelson. he got hit with the pipe on the train. He shouldn't have just died. Yeah, how he, he took a, like a, that metal he pipe had to the like head. A, that was so <laughs> it was like a boink like he dude he died like there's no oh, shot I love that shot so and he's much, fine though. afterwards like there's yeah, no scar yeah. there's not he's there just wasn't. fine and his whole like vendetta is like math is by power it's so <laughs> stupid math is his, I think that was well I think the whole thing was with Archimedes. I guess that maybe it was that just was everybody war. talking about the power of math I guess so yeah because he was really like he said something about Hitler not winning the war. And then he was like, but math, math never fails or something. something and then like the math that. was wrong. And then <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really funny when Indy's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, nah. nah. And then two minutes later, he's like, fuck, go back. <laughs> it's what was I going to say? Um, I liked the villain. I liked the idea that he's just like. Hitler was a failure. I would be better than Hitler. I, I think that, that could have been cool, angle. but it wasn't introduced to us until like the, the last end. like thirty minutes. Not even. Yeah. And like that's when we found out what the stakes were. It was. It yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was like, oh my god, the Nazi has the time trial, time trial. The time, the Nazi has the time travel pancake. What are we gonna do? <laughs> this is what is the difference between this and Biff giving the sports magazine in uh, Back to the Future too. To his young self. Parkinson's, probably. Park. Yeah, it's really, it's like a lazy, I think whenever, whenever series run their course and they're going for too long, I think they always fall to time travel as the, cause like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think oh, at least always whenever they run for a long time, they go to time travel cause they want to be like, Hey, remember? Hey, but yeah, they didn't even, right. they didn't do yeah. that with this. But then the time travel was one time mm-hmm. there was no like fun with it there was no shenanigans it was at the climax of the movie mm-hmm. and then the solution to oh my god we're in the past what are we gonna do is punch cut to black we're back yeah i have problems <laughs> with that scene a little bit but i really liked i really liked the aspect of indies just begging please let me die let this series end please let me die <laughs> you, you and then everybody's just like nope <laughs> dude i think i wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been pissed if he died in the past because that whole movie, he was just sad. And anytime they bring legacy characters like that, they're just sad. I hate And his son died. His wife was gone. He didn't even want to go on the adventure. It's just because he was wanted for murder, which, by the way, at the end of the movie, isn't even cleared. He's still wanted for murder. Yeah, they didn't clear it up with any authorities. They didn't. He's he's just with Marion now. Because isn't the whole plot just like, I need to track this guy down so I can clear my name? Yeah. And then he died in... In ancient Greece. In 300 BC. What about the girl, the side character? How do you I feel about she, her? 
I liked her simply because she was the only character that was expressive. The the kid mm-hmm. that she traveled along with, I don't remember her name or his name. He kid, was kid. boring. Mads was cool at times. Harrison Ford was just like a bag of bones being moved around. Yeah. Uh, I liked um. I liked Puss in Boots too. He I was... liked Antonio Banderas. That's his yeah. name, right? Yeah. He was good, but I think he was forgettable in the movie because I did forget he was there. But I think just my biggest problem is, like, all the other movies, in- Indiana's enticed by something or, like, mm-hmm. the allure to get something. The al- he First he finds the idol and then gets it taken away immediately. And then he's like, I can't let this guy get my stuff again. Yeah. The second one, it's the... The what? What was the second one? Second one? It Temple was, of Doom. Uh, Temple of Doom. It was, um... These people were like, oh, my God, they took our children and the sacred rock. And he was originally looking for the rock, but he's like, oh, my God, kids. Yeah. And so he, like, goes to help the rocks, and he wants to. He goes to the castle willingly. He sits down and has dinner. Yes. In the, I mean, like, for all those movies, even the Crystal Skull, there's motivation in that for him to go, and he wants to go. In this movie, it's, he is forced to go, and with that mixed with the character just being depressed Mm -hmm. and unmotivated, it's just that. He's just being dragged along the plot. It's... It, that's it threw off the feel a lot of the movie I, I mean i think it's a really bad thing that's happened a lot in uh and like what is this isn't a remake but what what would this could be be considered a reboot uh yeah a, I'd, I'd say just a sequel actually just because it's a, just gonna be that's this is yeah. it just a sequel that takes such a long time, that yeah. takes such a jump. It's just a big gap. Especially when Harrison Ford is in it. There's this big thing where he's just old and angry and wants to die. That's what it was. Not the exact same, but it, that's what it was in The Force Awakens. And that's what it was in Blade Runner 2049. And every single time, he has lost his wife. Why can't Harrison Ford keep his wife? <laughs> Why can't he be happy? Man? What did he do? Ugh, I think this is a big problem with, I guess, some... Just like uh, Harrison Ford legacy sequels style. like this, hmm. just it always takes the um, the pessimistic route. I think we are allowed to imagine that Harrison Ford is happy and still doing stuff because when they did the legacy sequel with Crystal Skull, so much time had passed, but he's old and still working, yeah, and it's still the, awesome seeing what he, he was does. at the college and like he, um. Yeah, you still see him, like, doing cool stuff at the college. He's riding the motorcycle around, and he's, like, smiling and having yeah. fun through the library and everything. And he's, like, yelling <laughs> at students as he's going through. Like, that's uh, that's cool. That's fun. It's... In me- this movie, it's, you're a bad... I can't believe you're a bad guy. That's... <laughs> Something has to be said where we're finding all new ways to enjoy Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because of how bad this one is. Like, everybody's saying that was the bad Indiana Jones movie. We need to forget about that movie. No, dude. At this point, I 100% think that this movie is going to take its place. And I think people are going to be going, man, Crystal Skull really wasn't that no, bad. No, it's... Because, like, I, I think it wasn't the biggest problem with Crystal Skull. Just, it was really bad CGI. And it was, was, like... bad CGI. It was, like, um... I just re- didn't like that there were aliens. Really, and like, I think far-fetched, kind of. A little far-fetched. And then, I don't know. I never was sold on the Soviet villains. Yeah, I, don't know I can why. understand why they would go from Nazis to that just for the era. Yeah. And I think that works well. I didn't like Greaser Shia LaBeouf. I thought the fact they made him a Greaser was stupid. And it wasn't even like a little bit. It, it was it was just his entire character. That's who he was. Uh, he's And it sucked. It, yeah. 
it was framed up a lot with the girl, his goddaughter. Mm-hmm. It was framed up to be a passing of the torch a lot. But then they didn't fully commit to it. They didn't do it. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. But it was, it looks, it feels like all the setup was there. And then they're like, never mind. But then they just left the rest of it there. I've heard somebody say uh, that this script feels like it had so many different drafts. And they sort of just took random things, like random baggage from each one as they kept going. Uh, You can definitely tell that there almost seems to be a battle with her where it's like, okay, do we make her a protagonist going forward or do we make her the sidekick to Indiana Jones where, you know, the usual setup is um, that there's like, you know, one cool little fella, either it being Pez, I don't know what his name is, but we just call him Pez or Short Round or someone like that. And then there's the girl. Mm -hmm. And that's how usually the setup is. Was that what was the setup in Last Crusade actually? Um, in the Last Crusade, it was it had it was him and his dad. But yeah, it, it was really just they, him and his they dad. They had the girl at the beginning. It's just she double crossed. Yeah, you think Indy hit it raw? I do not think Indiana Jones would use any protection ever. I think he'd think that's evil. Do you think his dad hit it raw? No, I think his dad is safe. I think once you have Indy as your first kid, you never make that mistake again. Have to be safe, darling. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most problems in Dial of Destiny is the cinematography. I love um, what Steven Spielberg does with his things. Uh, I don't. This might be more what cinematographers he chooses than necessarily what he's deciding to do. But one thing I've always loved about him is there's never a a shot. There's never a cut where you're thinking that was without intention. He mm. keeps a shot running for as long as he could. Like every yeah. shot he has is moving. It's always reframing. There's almost never a um, just like a just a simple like um, two person cut where it's like okay we're gonna get a medium of this person yeah. and the medium of another. That's all over this movie. There's so many fast cuts in this movie, and. Steven Spielberg keeps a shot for so long, and I love that about him because everything feels so fluid. Mm-hmm. And that that's just one way that I'm a little disappointed in it. The camera work could use a lot more inspiration. It, the, I think the whole movie overall just feels like us. It feels like people were given the IP of Indiana Jones, and they didn't watch the other ones, but they got the spark notes. And yeah, I think... Truthfully, I think it should have been finished after the Last Crusade. At the at the, yeah. I think the Crystal Skull, him at that age would have been fine, but I didn't I didn't need it at all. No, I, I was completely content with the trilogy. And there wasn't any demand for Indiana Jones five either. No, nobody it, was looking saying we need another Indiana Jones. Everybody just loves the first three, and if they want to watch it, they'll watch that. And there'll be like, if people are really obsessed, they'll watch the TV show. It's just a cash grab, and that's really what it it feels like because yeah. and that just came out in the final work and that's really disappointing for anyone that cares about the franchise at all or the character at all i was even, really excited even just i'm sure for harrison ford that must be disappointing because mm-hmm. that's his let's be real this is his last action movie i mean unless like someone yeah, pushes right. him out in a wheelchair to do some karate or something like nothing's but don't worry there's a sequel coming out for that one movie where he has a dog in the arctic that's what we're gonna go see. That's that what's gonna sucks. make a billion. <laughs> God, that There's book sucks There's not a sequel. Too. I was just joking. But... Thank God, that's horrible. <laughs> it's called Call of the Wilds. <laughs> is oh yeah, it is called that. What was it about? 
a dog <laughs> it was some guy that goes and lives in like alaska and he finds a dog and he's like you're cool and he's like hey and then they're buddies do you think it's jay mansgold's fault for this movie i think do you think it's more an executive thing where do you think it falls i think it'd definitely be more of an executive thing just be not necessarily for writing but for creation mm-hmm. i think they forced it into creation and forced people to start writing it and I don't think there was any, hmm. I just don't think there was any passion into it at all. I, I think you're right. It's sort of just like they had an idea and they probably got, I don't know, did James Mangold write this? Maybe uh, not. I'm not sure. But I like James Mangold as a director. And there were times where I thought he did really good. Um, I I know a lot of people hate the, uh, the start because of the de-aging CGI looking whack. Uh, actually we had, we were on a call with our audio, uh, teacher from high school and we were talking about how we're starting this episode and he's like, I hated it so much. <laughs> he looked so stupid, de-aged, but I, I like the scene just because it felt more like Steven Spielberg and it, the iconic style that I love and the bomb bit where it's just falling floor from floor and then he's good. hanging there by his, uh, yeah. noose. That was very indie. That was good legitimately that brought me so much joy and i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be an okay movie i like got like excited and then (laughs) and then it kept going (laughs) and i think when i really started when did you start hating this movie the five minute chase scene on the tut tut yeah on the tuk tuk that's when i did too it it was just so long i mean there Mm were so many points where they could have stopped and like transitioned to something else or just a different place or something yeah. different to look at it, I, I was just so tired i get that i i think i started hating it around then i started hating it when we go to um i forgot what her name is in the movie but Girl. uh phoebe uh phoebe waller bridge or something she i know her the, first name the is goddaughter phoebe. yeah goddaughter yeah. when she was starting to sell the dial i'm just like okay I, I get why you could do that, but that's just an uninteresting take from us to take. I would have much, much rather seen her just have an obsession with trying to, like, finish her father's work because he died doing it or something like that. I think they, especially with short round, like, the kid, whatever. The kid, um, I think either A, shouldn't have been there at all, mm-hmm. or B, should have been introduced a little. I, I just think they should have, that whole situation where how Marion um yeah and indy met and just their relationship through it i think is just what well i i just realized that mutt i've i've just now realized or remember that mutt died in vietnam in this and that would be okay to take it except i i it just depends on how they did it i don't really want to see a sad indiana jones i want to see him up and about again i would have been I wouldn't have been mad if they brought Shia LaBeouf back to do a proper passing of the torch. I, I wouldn't have been upset about that. Yeah. Because he can call himself Indy, too, because that's not his name. So yeah, he, can, he can call himself Indiana Jones. And I think as long as they progress the character and the IP in some way, or at least yeah. just get it get it back to... It's like it's just a man looking for like historical artifacts. Yeah. I think man, that's that great. Also, I think a really important thing is um, practical effects. 
Because yep. especially, like, if you look at the first mm-hmm. movie, that plane on the, the Nazi plane that's spinning, those are all real propellers. And, like, now that's required. It's mandated. It's CG'd. You can't have real propellers like that. Yeah. And they were dulled and everything, but that just adds to it. The smoke was real. Like, the fire was real. Yeah. And it just adds to everything. It makes it feel that much more like you're just along for an adventure with somebody mm-hmm. versus, you know, big Hollywood cinematic giant explosion. I'd... I do think there should be a lot more things that are uh practical and it doesn't even have to be big things like the propeller just like the dumb stuff like you know when the spikes come out and stuff like that if you just have any sense of like booby traps of that sort that's indiana jones to me it's the idea of seeing these practical like what is it i saw some somebody said that um indiana jones is such a great mix of adventure and thriller where there's yeah. always just like a little bit of whoop, like it almost starts like mini jump scares every once in a while, mm-hmm. and I love that, and I love how those are always practical. Like when it feels um, real. when in the first movie they turn over to Doc Ock and he's like dead against the wall yes. with all the that like that, and Gosh, the so the boulder. Good. I think I was always really amazed by seeing all these you know ancient places with stuff like that like with a huge boulder that rolls down or yes. and I think imagining these booby traps how we would have them now. But just like created into this like whatever you know mm-hmm. civilization we're in, I think that also is just a really, a really big part of the atmosphere yeah. that kind of pulls people in versus just being like, wow, that must be like an ancient something. <laughs> I think he should have stayed with Marion. I really do. I don't. It, it just the whole like like you said before, if they if Indy had a family, if Shia Shia didn't have to be dead, he mm-hmm. could have just been gone yeah. somewhere. Um. And just the need that they had to make him sad, I feel, just brought a lot of the movie down. I do because think then his so. relationship with Marion is different. His relationship with um whatever with with everybody in the movie is completely different. Because the whole time, Indy's just like, I want to kill myself. Just let me <laughs> die already. Uh, and yeah. that's not even acting. That's just Harrison Ford. <laughs> He's just old. <laughs> He was excited for this press tour, though. He was. He seemed really excited. Uh, he's never really excited on press tours. He always sort of hates it. The only time anybody saw him excited, which ironically was for The Force Awakens, and everybody knows he hates the uh, the role of Han, uh, Han Solo. So people are like, man, why is he so excited for this press tour? And then everybody realizes because he's finally dying. Because fi- they finally killed Han Solo and he's gone. He's, like, he's disattached. Thank God. He's like, I'm done with all you <laughs> bastards. I'm never going to see you smiling this through This is the last teeth. time I have to look at your faces. Mm-hmm. It's the last time I have to talk about Star Wars. I think if if anything, um, this movie just soils the the IP and the ability to do I mean, I mean anything with it in the next few years. I think the video game still has... Um, Mm, yeah, that's true. I think that has a lot of potential, especially since uh, I think they can do adventure really well in that. Yeah, if they if they do something like an Uncharted, if because oh, Uncharted is yes, just Indiana Jones, it is. I need to play it so bad. You do. Um, Should I do the whole collection or just four? The they feel aged. You you mm. can you can feel the difference. It's okay. a it's a cool story, but the beginning ones are like really short. Hmm, okay. So like you can you can totally crank out the first game in one day, hmm. um, but you definitely do feel the clunkiness a little bit. It's not horrible. If it's it has just, a PS4 there. port, I'll do it. it they do. It's okay. they have one where it has all of them but four in it. Nice. But, um, 
But if they make it like an Uncharted experience, I think that game will be really good. Yeah. But if they rely too much on the movies, I think it's going to be shit. Yeah. Cause it has it, to be completely disattached. It, yeah, it can't be... If I even fucking... I'd be okay with like seeing the like the arc or like yeah just like references to it every very very limited reference to it mm-hmm. but i don't want to i don't want to think anything. of that universe in it because then i feel constrained to that movie universe yeah, i want yeah. this to be a new a renaissance kind of for indiana jones would you want it you know what if anything i would want to see maybe before temple of doom that's the first one in the series i think because mm-hmm. yeah. he's still a big guy in between all of that and he still has a reputation of traveling. They had uh, that move, that TV show. Young um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, they had that, and I think that's a cool concept. I really like that. Yeah. I need to. Well, I'll see if I. I'll see if anybody I know has watched it and determined if it's good. Because the only thing I saw for it didn't make it seem like it had the, the most prospect to it. No, it was a while. I didn't remember when it came out. It I think was, it was '90s. Yeah, it was before us, but. I think that's a really cool idea. And, like, the beginning of um, Last Crusade, they do that. They kind of show him, like, getting yes. his hat with the guy. Rivers Phoenix. And I think if you just explore maybe, like, directly kind of after that, like, when he's first mm-hmm. getting into yeah. looking around. And I don't want it to be at the end of the movie, he's, like, the completed Indiana Jones. Like, he gets his whip at the end of the movie kind of shit. No. And, like, he stands up with the silhouette and the hat or something. I don't want that. No. I just want to see in Indiana Jones if it was 30 years prior yeah. kind of thing. Or maybe we can do something about the time in between maybe Last Crusade and uh, Crystal Skull. Because that's plenty of time to do something. That is, but then I think you fall into the into the hard part of Harrison Ford is so synonymous with the character mm-hmm. that if you do it in between that, then say you go back and you want to watch them all in order, then you're going to see Harrison Ford. Who the fuck is this guy? Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? Are we still talking about the video game? Anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> video games could just replicate Harrison Ford's face. I guess so. I was thinking, well, I was thinking, and there movie. are plenty of people who do great on his voice. Yeah, that's true. But I was, I was thinking movie as to yeah, yeah. like continuing the, the movie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they can ever do another movie. I will be honest. I think this is where the movie ends. And you can do maybe no. video games. And you can maybe do comic books. I'm sure there are a ton of oh, comic books. Oh, they could definitely do. I, I hope they do comic books. I, I think, think he'd be really at home in that. I think I saw some comic but, books. Um, well, there are. I just hope they keep doing more. Yeah. But um, I think I think it's only the only possibility we have to get the movies back in theaters is just if, like I said, he is a complete, re, not reimagining, but just mm-hmm. a new slate. Um because if they keep trying to use Harrison Ford and the old indie movies mm-hmm. as the story, it's like, I mean, it's exactly what the Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies are falling victim to. They all rely on the original series so heavily. But it's such a big universe. You don't have to. And, yeah. And I think that's the biggest, like, hurdle that they'd have to get over. It definitely is. Especially since, like, rogue one and maybe stuff like the mandalorian that's where a lot of the big money has gone into mm-hmm. or like where they've gotten the most profit and best reviews it's when it's disconnected and people loved andor i'm starting andor and i'm i'm liking it a lot mm-hmm. and it's because we're allowed to explore new things yeah it's not oh it's not like dangling mm-hmm. keys in front of a toddler like oh look at this thing you like isn't that cool it's like oh my look at this new like this new side of the universe you haven't seen yet do you know about rebel moon 
No. It's uh, the new Zack Snyder movie. It's uh, like sci-fi in some parts. But Zack Snyder said, yeah, so I wrote a script that I wanted to get for Star Wars. And they rejected it because there weren't any characters that were from the old ones. So I made it into, I changed it and now it's Rebel Moon. And it's disconnected from Star Wars. Um, is it like a Star Wars story? Or it was it... supposed to be a Star Wars movie, but like just, just a new story altogether. Is um, it in the Star Wars universe or yeah. is it a separate IP? It was going to be part of the Star Wars universe. He wrote the script for it. They said, no, we don't want it. And then he said, okay. So he reworked it to be an original IP of okay. sorts. And now he's releasing it on Netflix. I think it'll suck. Well, what's I funny? hate when things try to be Star Wars because it's always every time it. whenever you're watching, you're just like, man, this is just fucking Star Wars. What was really funny is he came out in interviews and he's like, my biggest inspiration was movies, Japanese movies like Seven Samurai, uh, because I just love the action in that. And I know George Lucas took a lot of inspiration for that. So that's what I wanted to do, too. And George Lucas did talk a lot about how Seven Samurai influenced this film to the point where it's like halfway identical. So it's like, how are you being original by just using the exact same work that he got his inspiration from? Even if you're using new characters, isn't that just like... It's just the same movie, but you've edited what characters' names are. Yeah, it's just not... I think overall, just the movie industry just needs to move away from relying on old IPs and Mm -hmm. old media. Because we really need um, new stories and characters right now. Yeah. Because, like, I can't even, I can't think of what, like, the popular movie character is right now. You know what I mean? John Wick. That's about it. Yeah, that, that, that's true, actually. That's really all I can think of. And he's of. dead. And yeah, they're still and that, doing that the John Wick 5. What? Okay. They're, they're doing um, the John Wick 5 for some reason. I don't know how that's going to work. It just feels, like, sad almost and, like, bitter. Yeah. And just, oh, remember the, like, remember the good old times? It's Maybe. like, okay. But there was a time before all those things existed and we need to get back into that mindset of yeah. creating something new versus creating something that'll profit. I mean, that's I, I've heard this said before and I'm definitely just going to repeat it word for word. Movies used to be you'd make 10 of them at a somewhat low budget, maybe about 50 million in our money. And maybe some of them won't do great. Maybe some of them will just like break even and one will do huge. And that'll make sure that the industry keeps going. Uh, one movie will get big out of the 10 and it'll do so good that that feeds everyone they are now making it to where every movie must be a giant hit everyone wants to make a blockbuster everybody wants to make a blockbuster they're putting so much money into it this movie indiana jones was 300 million dollars it will never make back its money that's in 300 million is insane. Ugh, I, I, it should be one of the most expensive movies ever made, if not the most. I saw somewhere it said it was the most, but I don't know. That's a big claim that I couldn't uh, make sure was true by the time I'm saying this. So I was trying to, because when you were saying everything had to be a blockbuster, um, I thought of the movie Inside with Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. That, saw. that was pretty small, wasn't it? It was really small. There was only one showing that I saw, and mm-hmm. it was at the like what like Cinemark headquarters thing. Um, and there was no one in the theater but like me and EJ. Mm. Um, but that movie, it wasn't. There weren't huge cinematics. It wasn't. Um, it was a very up close and personal movie. Yeah. And I think that is lost more of the time because whenever people try to get, they're like, okay, let's get personal with the character. They just get fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. And then because the the easiest way to connect with a character is to make them like sad and then you can link be like, oh, I know what that feels like. Yeah. But then 
it's just too easy. It almost feels like, and so everyone's doing it. And when I, every movie starts with, oh, this, you know, this big strong guy is really sad because of this tragedy. <laughs> yeah. It gets a little stale. All right. I think we're, uh, I think we're about set the wrap then. Yeah. I think this is happy yeah. first episode, everyone. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do, if you want to hear us again, we're going to try to keep a loose, but steady schedule. We don't know when the fuck it's going to go up. Yeah, we have no idea. We're going to try. Yeah. Um, we already got some movies right now that we're thinking about um, rewatching or just talking about on the podcast. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. Uh, we've been Wham. Uh, You've been Wham. Thank you.